Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you are listening. This is One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, the podcast where you know you'll figure out how to apply the Bible to today's life in a very real way. The Bible is as helpful today as it was yesterday, and I'm your hostess, Lisa, and you can count on one thing as you will leave the show learning something new and realizing you are not the only imperfect human being in the world. I am right there with you, if not leading the way. One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real is a podcast to encourage and uplift you through the reality of life. Stay tuned, don't go away, and let's start the show. Hello, everybody. Hello. Boo-boo. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey, it's Friday. How many people are saying, thank gosh, it's Friday. And it's my baby's birthday. My baby. She's not a baby anymore. But she'll always be mine, baby. So happy birthday to her. And it's the first time... Ever, ever, ever. We have not been together on our birthday. Earlier, earlier today. Let me, that's like a tongue twister word tonight. Earlier today, I did a live cooking class because I'm uh, doing cooking classes. Virtual until, uh, you know, it's safe to be in a home again. But um, virtual cooking classes online, you know, you can host it. Contact me if you want more information, but I'm not going to talk about that here. But anyway, I had said on there that it was the first, no, second time I hadn't been with her. And then she messaged me, you know, after the video and said, Mom, you did see me last year. Remember, you drove down and spent a couple hours with me. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's right. (laughs) She goes, so this is the first time you haven't been with me on my birthday. I said, see, I should have just driven. And she goes, then you would have had to quarantine for two more weeks. It's okay. (laughs) So it's my girl's birthday, and I'm happy for her. And she's had an okay day. Um, you know, it's hard when you're not home and you're, you know, she's making new friends, but she's not with anybody she knows. And I heard that her new um, co-workers, they threw her like a little birthday, mini birthday celebration today. So that was awesome. She needed that. So today we're going to wrap up talking about acceptance here on the podcast. Um, Each week we do a different series, and this week has been on acceptance. And today's uh, verse is from Romans chapter 2, and I'm going to read the first 12 verses, and I'm going to read it from the voice. I'm not going to read the three different versions, translations that I normally do, because it is a much longer Um, passage today, but I want you to, if you can, open up a Bible, follow along, Romans 2, verses 1 through 12. You know, if you're out for your walk, or you just want to sit, and close your eyes, and meditate, and listen, that's cool too. Do what works for you, but don't be reading and driving, okay, or reading and riding a bicycle, just listen. (laughs) You know, make safe choices. So if you're at a point where you can listen 
and follow along in your Bible, great. I think there's power in that. If you're at a point where you just want to sit and kick your feet up for the first time today and listen, that's okay. If you're listening to the podcast well, you know, commuting back and forth between wherever or exercising, you know, let the wor- the word, let God's word just absorb right in. Romans 2 verses 1 through 12 from the voice. So you can see there are no excuses for any of us. If your eyes shift their focus from yourselves to others, to judge how they are doing, you have already condemned yourselves. You don't realize that you are pointing your fingers at others for the exact things you do as well. There's no doubt that the judgment of God will justly fall upon hypocrites who practice such things. Here's what is happening. You attack and criticize others and then turn around to commit the same offenses yourselves. Do you think you will somehow dodge God's judgment? Do you take the kindness of God for granted? Do you see his patience and tolerance as signs that he is a pushover when it comes to sin? How could you not know that his kindness, God's kindness, is guiding our hearts to turn away from distractions to turn away from habitual sin to walk a new path. But because your heart is obstinate and shameless, you're storing up wrath that will count against you. On the day of his choosing, God's wrath and judgment will be unleashed to make things right. As it goes, everyone will receive what his actions in life have cultivated. Whoever has labored diligently and patiently to do what is right seeking glory, honor, and immortality, God will grant him endless joy in eternal life. But selfish individuals who make trouble, resist the truth, or sell out to wickedness will meet a very different fate. They will find fury and indignation as the fruit of the living in the wrong. Suffering and pain await everyone whose life is marked by the evil living first for the Jew and next for the non-Jew. But if you do what is right, you will receive glory, admiration, and peace. Again, first for the Jew and then the non-Jew. God has no favorites. Romans 2, verses 1 through 12. God has no favorites. Verse 11. Romans 2. Romans chapter 2, verse 11. God has no favorites. Whew. There's a lot there today, isn't there? And I know it's long, and I kind of made the ending abrupt, and I do apologize for that. That was in my reading, and I do apologize. Um, so much there. And all week we've been talking about acceptance. And Wednesday we kind of talked about, you know, accepting others, right? And we touched on accepting ourselves. And I find this passage humbling. It could be a rebuke. (laughs) Um... You know, I I will say that I can see myself in some of these passages. 
you know, verse one, you don't realize you're pointing your fingers at others for the exact things you do as well. Have you ever done that? And I remember doing a study, you know, like one of those personality surveys in a workshop that I went to. And it talked about like personalities and personality conflicts and that kind of stuff. And one of the things I remember, I can't remember who was presenting, where it was, if it was something for school, something for church, something when I was in college. I have no idea, like not a clue. But I remember the message that sometimes the things that drive us crazy about someone else are the very things we do ourselves that we can, don't like about ourselves. And that's why we criticize or focus on it in someone else because it's the trait we dislike the most about ourselves. And I, and I still remember that because I'm like, oh, oh. And I still remember that. And all I know is it was a while ago. You know, I don't know if it was college, newly married, fresh. When I first started teaching, I have no idea. But I just remember that. And sometimes that really helps me when I put on my, you know, judgment robe. And it's not my place to judge. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say, oh, I've never judged. Because you know what? If you're honest, we've all done it we're human but it's not our place right so this verse from Romans is like a whoa you know first one you don't realize that you're pointing your finger at others for the exact thing you do as well and you know that's something to really think about and so maybe the next time you're in you catch yourself doing that you'll be like oh Alrighty then, I need to go talk to myself in the mirror right now, right? And go rebuke yourself and give yourself a little bit of because uh, uh, uh. you know what? Sometimes we need it to give it to ourselves. Um, and I love the voice, verse three. Do you think you will somehow dodge God's judgment? We're not ever gonna dodge God's judgment. You know, there's there's the court of law in the United States and other countries and on earth, right? And people dodge that. And but God sees everything. And there's gonna come a day and a time when we take our last breath here on earth and we stand before God and He is the true judge. And He sees and hears everything we think, say and do. And there will be no, you know, but or, e, uh, uh, you know, no excuses, no cover ups. It's just going to be the facts, you and God, me and God. And we're going to stand there and God's going to say, all right. You know, I know you did blinkity blinkity blink, but I also know you did da 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 da. It's just ownership. And I think that's why, for me, this connects to acceptance. Because we need to accept that sometimes, you know, like verse 1, we're pointing the fingers at others for doing the same thing that we do. We need to accept and realize we do that. We need 
to accept um, that sometimes our hearts are obstinate. Sometimes we can be shameless. And sometimes we do store up wrath. And that part makes me sad, but it's true. I'll tell you, there's, there are people in situations that increase my stress level and bring me to near panic attacks just because of who they are and, you know, anything around that. And those are things we have to accept because until we accept that that's the way a certain person, individual, or situation makes us feel, we can't move forward to correct that and to become stronger and more resilient in spite of. You know, for instance, with the pandemic, the word pause, P-A-U-S-E, pause. Such a calm word, one I've heard in my life, you know, many times because, you know, I tend to talk a mile a minute. I, you know, speak quicker than I think, you know, and so being told to pause, Lisa, and think, you know, it's something I've heard. But since the pandemic and living in New York State, the word pause causes me to have to take a few deep breaths in and out to calm myself. Because pause in the pandemic in New York State has come to mean something different. Um, so I don't know, you know, it could be the smell of a certain candle reminds you of a loved one that has passed away. Or it's the smell or the aroma of something cooking in the kitchen instantly takes you back to grandma's, right? Or, I don't know. These are the things that we need to accept that some of them give us those warm, fuzzy feelings and help us feel so good. And then we have to accept that some of those can create that anxiety within us but verse 7 from Romans reads whoever has labored diligently and patiently to do what is right seeking glory honor and immortality God will grant him endless joy in life eternal endless joy As we labor diligently, it doesn't say we're perfect because we're not perfect. But if we accept our thoughts and strive to change the negative, if we accept, you know, the good, bad and indifferent and then do things that will help us to labor diligently and be patient doing what's right, seeking God's glory, seeking God's honor, seeking immortality, will have endless life, endless joy in an eternal life. It makes these moments that quick, right? So, I don't know. I think I rambled, but it's one sister's journey, keeping it real. 
And sometimes that's just the reality here. <laughs> um, and it's verse, I think it's verse six. Yeah, verse six. As it goes, everyone will receive what his actions in life have cultivated. I don't know about you, but I want to receive joy. I want to receive peace. I want to receive love. And according to the Bible, if I want to receive those things, then that's what I need to be giving out to all people. I'm not there. I am a work in progress. And <laughs> I am a work in progress. And there's some that <laughs> I could honestly say I'll probably never get there. But then, you know what? You never say never to God. So in God's strength, in God's love, in God's peace, in God's grace and mercy, anything is possible. And I accept that. And I hope that you can accept where you are in whatever situation you're in and that you are able to do what is right so that you can receive God's glory, God's admiration, and God's peace. And remember, God has no favorites. He loves us all the same. doesn't get much cooler than that. If you can't accept anything I said today other than that one thing, God has no favorites. He loves you like he loves the next person. We're all God's favorites. He doesn't have a single favorite. He loves us all. Happy Friday. Next week, we're going to do a series on hope. Enjoy your weekend, and as you move into the weekend, I just encourage you to accept wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and truly embrace the life God's given you. And celebrate your imperfections and accept them because they make you who you are. They make me who I am. And we're all a work in progress. Happy Friday. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. Your hostess, Lisa. If you've liked what you've heard, feel free to share it with your friends and family. Leave a positive review. And remember, you are special. And here on One Sister's Journey, keeping it real, that's what we do. Keep it real. Thanks for listening. And until next time.